Chicago Sam coming with the win. Super Puppy, Super Puppy Podcast, Super Puppy Podcast, the best podcast, Super Puppy Podcast, the best. This is Super Podcast, Puppy Podcast, the best podcast. Super Puppy Podcast, bust your shots in your ass, Super Puppy Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the Super Puppy Podcast. I'm your host, Tony. I'm your host, Tony Miner, aka Chicago Slim, and the name of this episode is All the Way Live, mm-hmm. because we are that makes sense. I would like to welcome my one of my favorite comedians in the comedy game. He gives a hilarious performance, which you guys will be able to see right after we finish taping. Um, the illustrious and incomparable Jason Weems. <laughs> What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Thank y'all for coming out. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I'll just hand this back and forth. Okay. I'm a news broadcaster. <laughs> Jason Weems is a Baltimore native. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he was. <laughs> In the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. Yep. Mm-hmm. NBC series Last Comic Standing. Did that a couple times. He also taped his first comedy special. Yeah. Jason Weems Volume One: Intellectual Property of Baltimore. Right. Well, it's not called Intellectual Property of Baltimore. It's just called Intellectual Property. I live in Baltimore. <laughs> That'd be a weird title. Um, I wrote it down like, okay. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Makes okay. sense. Um, he also has the lunchtime show on his website, jasonwilliamscomedy.com. Yeah, that's on there. <laughs> Don't worry, he's gonna tell us more about it. We're just running it down first, right. okay? Um, he's also has on their website beige history. Little known beige history facts. <laughs> Little known beige history facts. What is beige history? Beige history is the often overlooked history of the beige species. <laughs> and what is the... It's me and him. It's me, it's me and that dude right there and also the guy on the camera. Right. I see a little... I see some, some beige ladies not laughing. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but I like him. <laughs> We're going to have a good-ass time now. Yes. Okay, so we'll get into beige history. Some of those people that have made it into the history facts would be Steph Curry. Steph Curry. For some of my friends who don't know what beige is, we're speaking of a lighter shade of African American. Mm-hmm. Example here. Yes. Example there. Yes. Example there. Oh, there's a couple examples over there. Okay? So, That's if you need some reference points, we have them placed about. Um, What's in film? What's in film? Mm-hmm. That's a dramatic role. And Jon Snow, which is also mm-hmm. anybody any Game of Thrones fans? Yeah. Okay, we'll get into why Jason is known as also Jon Snow. Yeah, that's a doozy. That's a doozy. That's a doozy. So let's start with just for laughs. Oh, I'm sorry, last time it's standing. Okay. Tell us about that. What was it like? Was that your first major, like, television? It was. Last Comic Standing was... It's a long-ass story. If I tell the whole thing, it's probably going to take up a lot of goddamn time. Well, let's give the, like, 30 to 45 second version. Okay, okay. I got on that thing, and I made some money. (laughs) (laughs) We all have money. We all have money. So, I mean, did 
did it open up opportunities for you? Did you become like a celebrity? You couldn't walk down the streets of Baltimore without people being like, Jason! No, none of that happened. Okay. Um, I mean, for a comic, it's all about credits. So I mean, the more credits you have, the more money you can demand from clubs, the, the more opportunities it opens up in, in that aspect. But, uh, I mean, you got some, you got a little bit of hype. Like the, the weekend it aired. Yeah. <laughs> like you got like a couple of text messages like, I see you doing it. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it fades away pretty quickly. Like as soon as whatever comes back on right. the regular phone lineup. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were proud of you. We were rooting for you. Oh, I appreciate it. was happy to see Thank your you. face. Thank you. Um, okay, so the Lunchtop Show. So you guys have to visit JasonWeemsComedy.com. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of funny stuff on there. The Lunchtop Show, I saw something that caught my eye, which was the Pastor Wars. Right. So first tell us about the Lunchtop Show and why we should tune in. Okay, okay. The Lunchtop Show is a sketch comedy show that me and two of my former co-workers created. I used to work in the school system. I taught kindergarten for 10 years. Appreciate y'all, thank you. Uh, yeah, I taught kindergarten for 10 years. Um, and me and two of my co-workers, we were all creative outside of school. So I mean, I taught kindergarten by day, but I did stand-up at night. The gym teacher was a gym teacher by day, but he was a radio host at night. And the art teacher, art by day, and he's a filmmaker slash painter. Oh, what happened? <laughs> it's a second job. Oh, second job. Yeah, supplemental income. Mm -hmm. um, so we had this idea. We would get together at lunchtime, and we would come up with all these crazy-ass funny ideas. So we were like, let's film it and call it the lunchtime show. So the show started as every episode would be the three of us on our lunch break at school. We would talk, talk about some random ignorant-ass idea, and then from that, idea would morph into the actual sketch. Oh, nice. Um, I love a sketch. Yeah. Would you do one for us now? No. Oh. No. <laughs> okay, just had to ask. You know, we have some watchers. They want to see you. <laughs> Got a jig. Okay, so this is also on. So what is Pastor Wars? Pastor Wars was an episode of the Lunchtime Show. So it was pretty much like the way you envision a rap battle. But it's pastors going at each other. So it's pastors from competing churches who had biblical beef. And they meet each other outside of the sanctuary and they just go at it. And it's hilarious. So if you go to the lunchtimeshow.com, you can see that. It's really yes, that does sound hilarious. So what are, what are they talking about? Like They're talking about uh, Boaz and Ruth? They're talking about like Deuteronomy and Le Leviticus. Uh, <laughs> Books sell funny anyway. It's funny, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Deuteronomy's always hilarious. <laughs> okay, so also on the website we have beige history. So some of the people on there, you guys: Steph Curry, mm -hmm. the DeBarges, anybody? <laughs> Terrence Howard, of course. I would prefer y'all just put Lucius, uh, not Terrence Howard, because okay. Lucius deserves some respect. Um, the light skin and bit. So, if you watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you have those two at Vibs. You talk about the lighter one. That's history. Because she was beige. Right, she was. She was beige. Um, genuine. Genuine. Riding that pony all the way to the history. <laughs> all the way through history. <laughs> uh, and then the beige Black Panthers. Brown. Only the beige ones. Do not we? brown ones. Just Do we? We? Mainly Wakanda. Okay, we'll get into Wakanda. We'll get into Wakanda. <laughs> 
So, where, where did the idea for beige history come from? Being beige? I had some jokes about being beige in my stand-up routine. Um, and I started selling shirts, which I have some tonight if you want to buy them. It's a, it's a shirt that says beige, beige is beautiful. And it's my face. And, and I would tell these jokes at the shows and I would sell them afterwards and people lost their damn minds for me. We're beige. Right. So then I would just always be tweeting out stuff about beige stuff. Like, and it just turned into a thing. Uh -huh. So then once Black History Month rolled around, I was like, I'm going to do beige history. Oh, nice. Thank you. That, that's a buckle. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. I got a book in my back right. and everything. I So yeah, uh, when Black History Month rolled around, probably like two years ago, mm -hmm. every day of Black History Month, I wrote an entry of Beige History. And people love it. Yes, I feel like I should find one and read it. You guys want to hear one? Yeah! Okay, pull Jason, up, uh, keep talking and then I'll okay. pull it up. <laughs> you gonna pull up the video or you, you wanna... I'm gonna just read. Oh. Isn't it like a... Yeah, you can read it in like the Allstate voice. Oh. <laughs> Tito's. Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go, there we go. Beige history. What's that good voice? That's pretty good. Who would you guys like to hear about? Rick Fox. <laughs> <laughs> of the ones I knew. Let's do the Beige Black Panthers. Can I read about them? Or is it, a, oh, it's only a video. Those are videos. You probably, yeah. Those are ones. I took some of the ones that, they started out as Facebook posts. They're on Insta. But then, yeah, but you had to scroll down a long ass way. Okay. Well, just summarize one first. So, like, for example, Terrence Howard's beige history is, is, is letting you know how he got his shaky ass voice. <laughs> so you know how Terrence Howard's always like, you gonna sing this song, Hakeem. <laughs> you gonna sing this song, Hakeem. <laughs> So a lot of people don't know that Terrence Howard got that voice. He didn't always speak like that. Oh. Back when Terrence Howard was seven years old, his grandmother told him to go get some 40 watt light bulbs from the cellar. And he went down to get the light bulbs and he saw a ghost near the water heater. And it scared him so badly that he's been speaking with a trembly ass voice ever since. And that's that's big. That's a little, that's a little known base history. That's a little I did not know that that is where he got his shady voice from. It was a water heater ghost. Give me that Hakeem. Okay, what is Wits End Film? Wits End. It's, it, you can find this on YouTube. Yeah, or WitsEndFilm.com. Oh. Which sounds more official than YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> Just go to Wits End. Wits End is a film that a buddy of mine, who's also a comedian, wrote and directed, and it's about a comic who loses his wife suddenly while he's on the road. So uh, I play kind of a version of myself, and me and my wife get into a huge argument right before I go out to go on the road. And as I'm on the road, she dies suddenly of an aneurysm. Oh my so the whole movie is me trying to put myself back together, trying to get funny again, trying to kind of reassemble my life after this tragic loss. So it's me inside of comedy clubs, like literally like fighting customers, uh, like melting down in venues, 
Did you cry? I did. So you were like really acting? Oh, it was straight up. Like, I did none of the, comedically, I did none of the heavy lifting in this film. Like, it was some funny, but it was other people doing it. Oh, I love that. You were trying to be multifaceted. I'm trying to be. Yeah. You're trying to have different sides. <laughs> well, don't, don't do that tonight. The people want to laugh. Right. Hey.
And I, I kind of give him like a, ha. Yeah, like, how you playing? Right. And no one broke face. They're like, we're serious. They're that serious. So, in me losing that amount of oxygen, my heart stopped pumping. So I was dead for five minutes. So that's where the whole Jon Snow thing comes from. Right, because Brian Babylon, who you see later, mm -hmm. sent me a text like, what's up with Jason? And I'm like, what do you mean? You know how somebody sends you something alarming and you're like, oh, let me go to Facebook. They're probably <laughs> naked or something. And it was like, Jason Weems died for five minutes. And in my mind, I was immediately like, oh shit, Jon Snow. Right. Because it was just when Jon Snow, oh, if you don't want Game, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, sorry. But there's this guy named Jon Snow, and he like dies, and then he comes back. Right. And so did you. And I came back. And if you go to his website, like Jon Snow is like the first. It's on the homepage. Yeah, like, I believe this happened, and this is true. Well, I'm glad you, yeah. you lived. I'm God good. bless that doctor. God bless the doctor, and I'm good. I got a medical bracelet on. I got prednisone in my bag. <laughs> I got an EpiPen just in case this shit goes south tonight. Okay, well we're not we're not gonna send you into a tag. Yeah, we good. We're gonna keep you cute. Okay, so now we're gonna transition to a few questions about comedy. Okay. okay. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh eleven years. Wow, that's a long time. Give it up yeah. for that guy. <laughs> what what and where was your first time? Um, my first time ever. I was still in college. I went to Morgan State University, Baltimore. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Okay. And it was a guy on campus who was actually doing comedy. Okay. And I was just funny conversationally. So people told him that I was a comedian, but I had never done stand-up. Right. So he came up to me like, hey man, I got this show. You want to do five minutes? And I was like, of course, man. I've been doing stand-up for years. <laughs> Yeah. If it's something that I... Fuck them. Right, right. They wasn't shit anyway. <laughs> they don't know 
know what's funny, but right, 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 right. You right. want some Fred Hammond? Get your, get your spirit right. <laughs> get you back on track, right? Okay, so thinking about all of that, what do you think? You've been doing comedy a long time. Mm -hmm. What is the current state of comedy? Is it different in Baltimore than it is in DC? Do you feel like? The new kids have a chance, and there are like trends going on that the, the comics yeah. should know about. There's always trends. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I mean, it, it, it's great in the sense of there's so many venues and outlets now. I mean, mm -hmm. Netflix is putting out 97 specials every two hours. Except for Monique. Except for Monique. <laughs> but, but that was by her choice. Right. I love us, I love us for real. I will put out four specials for five hundred thousand dollars. I'll be like, I don't want to put out ten specials. Whatever you guys want, it's fine. Where do I sign? I don't even need to read it. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I mean, for me, it's 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 good. I mean, for it feels to be a little bit oversaturated. Okay. Okay. So, it, so it takes a little bit longer for the cream to rise. Yeah, true. I like that. There's so much bullshit in the way. It is. It's um, a lot of it, guys. Like if you look at Netflix, it's literally like probably like 500 stand-up specials. Ones that don't even populate normally. Right. But if you watch like a Chappelle special, yeah. then it'll feed you some other shit. Like, yeah. how about this? Yeah. How about this? How about this? Right. <laughs> oh, we thought you liked the low lights. Right. Okay, so one question I like to ask all comics that come on the show, and this is kind of deep. Do all laughs matter? All laughs matter. Mm -hmm. So like, sometimes you get a little chuckle, sometimes you get big laughs. Right. Um, deep yes, question. Yes, yes and no. I mean, for me, the giggles don't do shit for me. <laughs> I need you. I need that laugh when you like stand up and walk away from the table. <laughs> I need the laugh when you just get your car keys and leave. <laughs> like, I'm not mad with you. I can't deal with this shit no more. Um, but, uh, God damn, what's that going on back there? Is it a wedding? What's going on? He threw down like 37 forks. You're too loud over there. Sorry. A loud ass bartender. <laughs> okay, so thank you, Jason, for. for you know, deal with me in these comedy questions. Oh, sure. We're gonna transition to the, the, the we're, we're winding down, folks. So now, at this point in the show, I like to play a little game with my guests. And the name of this game is Blackness Debunked. <laughs> Intrigued? Yes. Okay, so what we're gonna do is, I'm gonna question mm -hmm. Jason on six stereotypes about African-Americans that are rooted in racial and historical rhetoric. Okay. And I want you to tell me, and you can play along, okay? Is this a credit card we're supposed to? Is this, what is this? Hold on. Oh, that's my card. That's my that's 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 that. You got my money, thank you. from the black community, mm -hmm. you will tell me if you think they are fact or fiction. Yeah. And I have some, 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 I uh, have some support that will de defend it either way. Okay. Okay? The first question is, do black folks get the itis after eating? <laughs> now the itis, let me explain it. They answered it then. <laughs> <laughs> I am, yeah. 
baby, right now. I'm just had some chicken. <laughs> no, okay, I mean chicken, you know, not chicken like that, guys, okay? Short term for less palatable term, inward-itis. The term is used both in the United States and the Caribbean to describe the routine of becoming sleepy after a large meal. The itis is generally said to affect blacks more than any other group. <laughs> the term also implies that the person who has the itis is lazy and often too fatigued to return to work after their midday five. <laughs> Did you write that term? No, but it sounds, okay, a person named Dirty East. Okay, so this is credible. This is credible. I know Dirty East. Do they? Do credibles get the itis of eating?
is one that follows black, especially one like myself, who was up in years, but right. this is up here so. Right. <laughs> you do have a very youthful. I have a very youthful look. Okay? Not for you, girl. The question is, does black crack? Yes. Because 
you, you're, you're not born with the rhythm. The rhythm, rhythm is kind of given to you. So if your mom's walking around the house listening to music while you're in utero, you play right. music so that you can come out like, hey. Uh-huh. And in some households where the baby doesn't really hear music, then right. they're kind of like, oh. <laughs> doesn't he mean what, what he is a different type of music? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay. And it has to do with polyrhythmic music. Okay. Polyrhythmic music. Okay. The last question, which is probably going to be an unresounding yes. Uh-huh. Oops, I lost it. Is, are African Americans more at, uh, naturally athletic? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Seeing as though 80% of the NBA are African Americans, 60% of the NFL are black players, is there something to this? What do you think? I, I think yes. Okay. Across the board. <laughs> like, not like equestrian sports. <laughs> or when, swimming. When a horse is involved. Horse of water. Okay, this is true. It, it depends on the sport. Right. See? Because some. Uh, Caucasian, comes of our Caucasian friends, uh-huh. are, <laughs> they're dominant in some athletics that include like winter sports, right, so you know, so it's not generalizable to all sports, I got you, okay, okay, good to know, all right everybody, thanks for playing, all right, thanks for playing Blackness debunked. Well, you know what, Jason? This was quite a fun episode. I hate to tell you, but we might have to record it again because this microphone's over here. Where was going? Where was it? I don't know. We got nothing. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen like I can't even hear. But we got the video. That's all that matters. That's all that So ladies and gentlemen, what I want to do at this point is give you guys Jason so you can hear him and laugh at his jokes. So ladies and gentlemen, give me a big round of applause for Jason Weems. Don't fuck around here. Everybody good? Yeah. Y'all warm enough? I go coming with the wind. Super Puppy, Super Puppy Podcast, Super Puppy Podcast, the best podcast, Super Puppy Podcast, the best. This is Super Podcast, Puppy Podcast, the best podcast. Better than the rest, Super Puppy Podcast. Bust your shots in your ass, Super Puppy Podcast. Don't sleep.